Are Bitcoin miners losing money? When are we getting our ETH2 back? And why is Litecoin pumping? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we'll talk, of course, about Bitcoin and Ethereum, but first we'll start with some interesting news in the market. Then we will talk about Litecoin, a coin that we haven't talked for quite some time. And then at the end, we will, of course, talk about Dogecoin, our favorite meme coin. But before we get started, let's start with some crypto news. Here, very interesting, Alameda Research, the company that is very, very connected to FTX, has their same founder. And some people are even saying that they have been loaning money back and forth between FTX and Alameda Research, has been taking away money, exactly 204 million US dollars just before the bankruptcy has started. So before chapter 11 was officially announced, we can see that Alameda Research has taken out around 204 million US dollars here. Then of course the FTX hacker who has stolen 49 million US dollars. We also have Jane Street, the former employer of Sam Bankman-Fried, and we have Yuga Labs. They are the creators of the Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT collection. So interesting question is, of course, whether Alameda kind of knew that the Chapter 11 bankruptcy uh, process will be started and that is why they have taken out so much money. It's also interesting to see that they have taken around 57% uh, worth of stablecoins, so Tether, uh, USD coin, Binance USD, True USD were the majority, but there were also some wrapped Bitcoin. And we have some stories about wrapped Bitcoin as well, so we'll talk about that in just a few seconds. Now, of course, FTX crisis has caused some crypto exchanges to kind of re-evaluate the fractional reserve system. Now, some of them have called for so-called proof of reserves. So essentially showing how many customer deposits they actually are currently holding in cold wallets, how many of them are in hot wallets, etc. Now, Binance has announced that they will release a proof of reserve system. So they did, they showed the proof of reserve system, but the Kraken CEO is actually saying, guys, this is not it. We want to see not just proof of reserves, but also the liabilities because proof of, proof of reserves without liabilities is actually not worth a whole lot. Now, it will be interesting to see whether the industry will move to a more transparent kind of perspective with proof of reserves. And then, of course, how much of the liabilities will be shown. Let's continue with another very interesting news story. Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, has been calling for a blockchain-based international payment system. He has had a talk at the International AI Journey Conference in Moscow, organized by the Sparebank, so the largest Russian bank. And he has been saying the technology of digital currencies and blockchains can be used to create a new system of international settlements that will be much more convenient, absolutely safe for its users. And this is the, in my opinion also most interesting part most importantly will not depend on banks or interference by third countries i'm confident that something like this will certainly be created and will develop because nobody likes the dictate of monopolists 
which is harming all parties, including the monopolists themselves. Of course, he's referring to the SWIFT system where Russia right now is sanctioned and of course excluded from the system. And we all know SWIFT is old, it's slow and it's very expensive. And at the same time, of course, for Russia's perspective, it can also be used as a sanctioning tool. Now, Vladimir Putin is saying that something like a blockchain-based system could be an interesting alternative there. And we have to remember, by 2024, Russia will actually announce their CBDC and release it. So we will probably see a blockchain-based CBDC coming out of Russia pretty soon. Now, whether this will be a decentralized system or a centralized or closed blockchain, that remains to be seen. Another interesting news story, I've mentioned it, Wrapped BTC. So Wrapped BTC is essentially a Bitcoin that you can use on the Ethereum blockchain. So you take a Bitcoin and then you produce it on the Ethereum blockchain and create a so-called WBTC. So a so-called Wrapped BTC. That can then be used to, of course, take a, take a loan out of it and use it in DeFi or in NFTs, etc. So the interesting part with this is, of course, with every Wrapped BTC created, one BTC has to be kind of locked in their reserves. So essentially one BTC should be equal to one wrapped BTC. Now on the weekend, something interesting happened. Wrapped BTC has actually lost its peg, falling as low as 98 or 0.98 compared to the normal Bitcoin price. Here even .97 compared to the Bitcoin price. And now the interesting part is one, why? And two, what will happen? Because one, I can tell you, it is because the biggest issuer or creator of wrapped Bitcoin is actually Alameda Research. They have created around 100,000 wrapped Bitcoin as well as some others that we already talked about. For example, Three Arrows Capital has created or has still in their books 12,450 uh, wrapped Bitcoin tokens. So that essentially means in the case of bankruptcy, what will happen to those wrapped BTC? Will they be sold off? Will they be OTC sold off or market sold off? This is a very big question, especially since we still don't know what exactly will happen with Alameda research. And that of course has then caused the industry to speculate also on wrapped ETH, so W ETH, but of course there nothing similar is the issue. Now one other kind of big question is, are the miners, the Bitcoin miners currently losing money? Now the question is why? I can show you why. We have here a very interesting graphic. The miners revenue have actually reached the lowest point that we've seen since 2nd of November in 2020. So we can see here the stat has been going up of course together with the hash rate with the difficulty rate and with the bull market but since we've had this correction the miners revenue has come down so the problem is back then in the 2nd of november 2020 the bitcoin price was actually 13.5 currently we're sitting at around 16.2 so it could be still cause of an issue now another thing is of course the difficulty difficulty has been steadily rising more or less when it comes to the bitcoin blockchain but we might actually see a difficulty decrease of around six percent at around 6th of december which would be one of the highest decreases in all of the history so it could be again a very interesting point because of course with the difficulty rates going up the profitability 
will go down as well and right now because the Bitcoin price is so low it is very tough for miners to actually break even and even make a profit. Something similar that currently different quantitative analysts are looking at is the so-called hash ribbons indicator. The hash ribbons indicator as it says here uses two moving averages of hash rate to infer conclusions about miner participation in the Bitcoin network. Crossovers of the trend line denote capitulatory and recovery phases. Now if we look at the graphic here we can see very clearly in the last couple of years we've always had the hash rate of the 30 daily moving average as well as the 60 daily moving average. As long as the 31 is actually on top we are more in a bullish phase versus in the 60 daily moving average kind of being on top we can see that we're more in a bearish sentiment so it will be interesting to see whether we will see another cross because this one right here actually breaks the mold and we could potentially move bearish once again now let's have a look at the chart we can see here of course the correction that we're all waiting for whether it will drop to 13.3 or even 14,000 or whether we will see it kind of steadily stand around this number. Now in my opinion we will still see a drop. I might even expect a drop below 10k because usually when we all expect the chart to hit 14,000 it will either go lower or even turn bullish. So in my opinion either this was the bottom or we'll probably see a bit more blood on the street before we can actually move on. For now I would keep those buying zones kind of intact. For me this will be quite the interesting time towards Christmas. Now moving on to Ethereum an interesting change has happened this week as well with the company Consensus. Now Consensus is the company that creates one of the most famous Ethereum wallets called MetaMask. MetaMask is more or less a browser wallet with of course as well a mobile application and they have started to track a user's IP address and wallet address information. Now this has caused some issues because on one side we're saying okay, of course privacy first, decentralized etc etc. On the other side consensus as a business has to work as well of course. They are saying they're tracking it more or less anonymously but at the same time they will probably use this data to either sell advertisement or sell it to someone else who's actually paying big money for it. This of course has opened up the question once one more time regarding the OFAC transactions. What is happening with these on Ethereum? Is Ethereum becoming more or less a censored kind of not privacy first uh, blockchain? Of course Ethereum very similar to Bitcoin is pseudonymous not anonymous and that is an important distinction we have to make here. Another very important thing this, that happened this week is essentially that the Ethereum developers have agreed on what could be included in the next upgrade but not when. This came out of a question where people started saying hold on I staked my Ethereum in the Ethereum 2.0 contract but I cannot get it out and now the price is dropping so when will I receive my Ethereum? Because technically on the roadmap it never said that they will be releasing the Ethereum 2.0 in the contract. It just said six months from the merge and that has since been delayed many and multiple times. 
So what we will probably see is that the Ethereum 2.0 withdrawals will open fairly soon. I am expecting in around six to nine months earliest. And that of course could mean some downside pressure for the Ethereum price as well. In the meantime, let's have a look at the chart. We can see here very clearly that the chart still is a bit unsure double tapped here this buy zone or this very interesting zone of just around a thousand bucks but still hasn't broken down so we haven't seen three digit ETH yet in this let's call it local cycle so I would still expect this to break and then we will see some very very interesting buy opportunity. One coin that has been very much on a run was Litecoin. Now we haven't talked a lot about Litecoin because Litecoin, let's be honest, was a very big thing in 2017. But right now, not a lot of people use Litecoin. A lot of people say Litecoin is the faster Bitcoin or kind of the silver if Bitcoin is gold. But in practice, we can still see Litecoin being actually used. Now we can even see that it has rallied around 43% from around $55 to $79 US dollars this month. And main question is, of course, why? Now we can see here the first halving and the second halving because Litecoin has a different halving cycle than Bitcoin. It essentially is currently in the halving cycle run. So we can see here that after kind of this change of let's call it more bearish movement, we can see just before the first halving, we will see some upside movement happened and with the second halving very similar so we have see have seen kind of some bearish movement and then just before the second halving we've seen some run up and right now we're exactly at this stage once again where we can see here that we will see the halving happening around July or early August in 2023 so very possible that we will see kind of a run up towards this even higher prices than we've previously have seen. I've marked this in the past here as well. So what we can see here on the daily chart, I've zoomed out a lot. Right now the price sits at around 72, 73 US dollars and I would expect this actually to go even higher. It has even broken here just shortly. So very possible that we will see here kind of a move towards the 200s or even 300s towards July and August. And now that begs the question, is maybe Litecoin the forerunner for the bull market of 2023? Let's hope so and let's continue to have a look at this chart. One other very interesting development has been Dogecoin because that has jumped after Elon Musk has shared a glimpse into the Twitter 2.0 plans. Now he of course has taken over Twitter and that not without kind of critique. They are seeing new user signups at an all-time high, new users active minutes also at an all-time high. And very interesting here is of course Twitter 2.0, the everything app. What does that exactly entail? Means advertising as intent entertainment, means video, it means encrypted DMs, long form tweets, relaunch blue verified and then the most important part is payments and he left that of course empty because he's Elon Musk and he always kind of publishes stuff this way 
Obviously, a lot of people are speculating on Dogecoin being potentially included in Twitter. Now, I do think Dogecoin could be included, yes, but I also think other cryptocurrencies could and should be included in Twitter's general or everything app platform. Because let's be honest, Elon Musk has mentioned multiple times that he is very pro and very positive when it comes to cryptocurrencies. So very, very possible that we will see here something in the area of payments as well. He also mentioned that they might even work on a wallet, but that has a bit more lower priority for now. So we'll probably see some interesting stuff happening on Twitter. And of course here, marked in green is essentially when Elon Musk shared his kind of views and uh, perspective on the Twitter 2.0 everything app. So whether you should trade this or not for me still, let's trade this range works very very well for now so very well that you can kind of buy in in the lower ranges here and then sell towards the higher ranges because again dogecoin is a meme coin so you have to be very very careful and of course if it jumps up and down when elon musk tweets that's not really a great investment that's more like gambling but again it's a meme coin so you can treat it as a meme of course that was it from the crypto market talk this week. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel to not miss any other crypto news. I'll see you on the next one. Have a good one.